Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And this is episode 156. Uh, I always start like, oh my God, I can't believe it's 156. Anyway, um, so Kate and I back today and um, we thought we'd have a chat through um, kind of Christmas coming up and the Christmas and December um, cluster beep of triggering a bag as Kate said earlier um, <laughs> that is the month of, of December just sort of yeah tips and and tools for getting through the festive period um, with sobriety intact and enjoying it yeah. Um, so yeah we always start with a check-in so <laughs> dare I ask yeah. I'm, I'm just how are you doing absolutely fucking fabulous dude <laughs> Uh, it feels like EastEnders around mine at the moment. It literally mm. does. I feel like Doc Cotton. Nick <laughs> it's Cotton. Like out of all the characters. <laughs> well, it's not pretty. Put it that yeah. way. Um, no, it's just been a, it's been um, a challenging time, as you know. Mm. Um, yeah, and that, like just had a, like a really big family, really big family argument um, because we've got a teenager in the house and all the stuff you know mm. the stuff that I've talked about before so uh, and, th- and then it was like right okay let's you know obviously want to record a podcast but I'm still looking like really puffy <laughs> crying I'm really tired so yeah in full disclosure yeah bit bit fucking shit to this end how are you <laughs> <laughs> oh we have to laugh don't we yeah um I am all right. I am home. So yeah, I was in London last week. Uh, as you know, lots of family stuff going on. Uh, up and down. Yeah. And then big, big kind of um, sad news midweek, uh, losing a close friend of my husband's. Um Ah, oh, so yeah, roller coaster, dude. This year, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm home. It? Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> Not that I was like being really dramatic, but there is but a, bit a of gen- an element, gen- yeah, of it that does feel like that. And I'm, you know, I've been like, having a couple of chats with sort of friends, mum friends, and teacher friends here. Actually, there's a teacher at, um, at my kids' school. And she bless her she's got covid at the moment and she has a child solo parenting and we mm. and we've I've basically had that you know what 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 a year kind of thing yeah. and everyone struggling a little bit like the sun is shining today so it does feel like there's a lift but I, I ch- chat to my neighbor yesterday as well and he was like man I am struggling you know yeah. the good thing is everyone seems to be like actually being able to say that yeah going, i'm fine everyone actually is like mm, not could really do with a hug and a cup of tea and a biscuit or not a hug and an elbow touch and a mask <laughs> on again and a biscuit and a cup of tea yeah 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 it is it is definitely like that um so yeah but i i got my nails done and i got a new Yay. jumper so and they match so that's 
that's they given me life amazing and I've got a similar nail color and I went to the shepherd's hut yesterday to do a little bit of woman caving and got the fire lit mm. and made cups of tea and just had about an hour of just going oh okay this is definitely what what I need like and you know we've been talking haven't we about the what the rest the need to rest at the end of the year and the yeah. winter and that kind of yeah that real need to respect the ebb at the moment and I think everyone's in that everyone's just like yeah I just need to like rest for a bit don't really want to do anything now yeah mm. it it has been a challenging year <laughs> yeah so that's my final word on yes, it yes yeah. so how are we going to do to set how what what are we going to do then to fortify our sober selves and stomp forward in our sparkly dms or diamante stilettos towards the end of the year bossing it like sober freaking queens how are we going to do that um well, we were talking about one of the things we were talking about was um, willpower. Um, and so I think that's probably a good place to start. Um, certainly at the beginning of, you know, people's journeys, they might be quite heavily reliant on willpower, you know, and being willpower, meaning I'm not going to do that thing. Basically, willpower is the the pushing it away isn't it like I'm not going to drink I'm not going to drink I'm not going to drink gritting the uh, teeth gritting the teeth um and there is an element of of that but um it's not sustainable um and we use willpower for many things like all day every day um you know it's like I'm not going to eat all the cake and I'm not going to shout at my husband for being a dick and I'm not going to like <laughs> tell that person on the road you know that they are a very naughty word or you know like or we use willpower all the time I'm not going to you know cry right now because it's not appropriate I'm not going to like all the, we, we use it to hold things back or yeah. to you know to manage situations mm. and so when you're trying to do that all day and then you know also trying to drink that is very challenging and you, it's and so, okay you get you get worn out it gets tired doesn't it you get yeah. like fatigued yeah it's a it's a muscle so you know it's only got so limited kind of you know it's like imagining stretching an elastic band you know that's what you're doing all day you know and so at some point it's either going to snap or it's going to bounce back yeah um, and so the difficulty is coming up to Christmas is all of a sudden there's so many more, you know, messages from marketing, so much more pressure from other people. Um, so, yeah, all the parties, all the things, mm. it's incredibly difficult if you're just relying on willpower to manage this period and not drink. You know, that's why so many people find it so difficult. So how do you not just rely on willpower? Um, you know, it's about building your emotional connection with your sobriety. So rather than it being, I'm not doing that thing, it is, what do I get from my sobriety? You know, what do I gain? Um, and 
So, you know, we were talking about it before. What did you say earlier that was really nice? It was, um, oh, yes, sobriety sobriety gives what alcohol promises. Um, So, you know, it's that kind of technique of liminal thinking, which is essentially, you know, going through all the emotional messaging you have around alcohol being a positive in your life. Mm. For example, you know, alcohol helps me relax. And then it's being a detective and finding out the facts about what alcohol actually does. You know, it's challenging that belief, isn't it? So does it really help me relax? Um, well, actually, you know, it's a stimulant. So no, it doesn't. It, it you know, pushes your adrenal glands and your en- you know, energy levels up. Um, and then what happens? And then you have a crash afterwards and, you know, all the things. And also, you know, it makes me feel anxious the next day. That's not very relaxing. You know, you go through the process of really challenging that thought. And, and then, seeing the whole curve, seeing the whole thing, not just like, oh, actually, yeah, alcohol does make me feel a bit more relaxed. It's like, oh, yeah, but what then happens? And so if you get an even like slightly, yeah, well, it does give me this. OK, like play it forward a little bit longer and then yeah. still have a look at it, you know, because that will often tip the yeah. balance again. Yeah. So it's going through that process with all you know and this is why we we often call about it being the bindweed you know because it's so sort of entangled around our lives so it's you know you've got you've got to lift every stone you know and that takes quite a long time and that's why sometimes it can be like shit that trigger like knocked me off my feet because I didn't know that I still had that kind of memory association with sitting by a fire or like seeing that particular friend it hadn't occurred to you and then it you know it it comes and bites you on the ass Mm. um so you go through that kind of process challenging it does it really let what's the facts what's the you know the the real information what does alcohol actually do you know how much of this is coming from fucking marketing um and then what do I want instead Mm. you know so when you again when you're looking at that overarching thing you could take like alcohol gives me confidence. That's what I had, one of mine. Perhaps you can think of a couple in a minute. Mm. So alcohol gives me confidence because I definitely use alcohol as a social lubricant. Um, you know, I would get an- anxious before going to a party. Um, so alcohol makes me confident. And then it was like breaking that down. It's like, does it really because you know normally by the end of the evening I've done something embarrassing Mm. that you know screws my confidence over or is it real confidence because it's fake Mm. um and am I really creating authentic relationships with people um you know what do I really want what I really want is to to have enough self-compassion and self-love that I feel confident in myself and don't have to rely upon something so kind of going through that process and it's like well yeah so what do I want instead it's like I want to feel like really confident and how am I going to get that it's like well I'm going to get that by yeah doing myself a solid and and not fucking myself over with alcohol you know I'm going to get that by 
being able to trust myself mm. and not letting myself down yes and also I'm going to get that from being with people that actually really like me mm. yeah um yeah and, and I find it helpful with this you know when you're getting the articles out and you're like examining them to have in your in the front of your mind that alcohol is never the right answer like mm. and to flip and to link it with if you if you switch it just to another drug if it was to a cigarette or if it was to you know because of that binary because of those associations we've got to just uncouple them haven't we uncouple them from from alcohol so we have to snip the bindweed and yeah so it's like okay if I'm saying just imagine if you say okay alcohol makes my would have been um alcohol kind of gave me that bit of energy for the end mm. of the evening so if I swap that and go fags give me that bit of energy I'd be like yeah but that's not all right mm. <laughs> why is it like all right with the alcohol that's not that, that sounds rank you know so because we have those associations so tied up non-romantic stories around mm. it to replace it can make you go oh actually yeah the rose tinted glasses have come off at that point mm. um yeah and then like you say what do, what do I what do I want instead and what do what do I actually want what do I need so in that instance mm. what would it have been then not go or just well I mean you know the, the process of building those kind of boundaries and feeling like I could say no to things, mm. the JOMO. And that, and also that, you know, what you said about the, the linking with the social thing. I mean, I'm sort of going off on a bit of a tangent now, but just how important having a social group to go and that connectivity, right? Because this, this time of year, okay, alcohol helps me connect alcohol mm. you know that then this is such a key thing for this time of year of that time to be together time to connect with each other you know and, and alcohol in alcohol centric ways yeah it's like um, every supermarket advert on tv is like hammering that one hammering yeah. that primal fear that without it we won't be able to connect so it's that okay actually i can just have a chat with a good sober group or um chat have an authentic chat with a friend um you know and then again that sort of that connection with myself okay I'm going to embrace the Jomo then I just look after myself tonight just let myself rest and know that that the world and the parties aren't going to all just stop just because I didn't go to that one thing you know yeah I it's interesting disappear. listening to to that because it's quite often I think it's quite often the opposite isn't it so it's like you're using alcohol to push yourself into something which isn't actually it is the opposite of actually what you want. Yeah. So it's like, you know, alcohol helps me connect when I don't really want to. You know, alcohol helps me, you know, keep going when I'm really knackered. It masks um, any boundary and yeah. actually, it masks real need. Yeah. Alcohol yeah. helps me be confident when actually I feel, you know, I, I don't want to be with these people. or They're not my people. Um, I was talking to my husband about this the other day, you know, about socialising. Because my social situation here in France is, is 
really bad at the moment you know full I don't have any friends right now like I don't have a social I don't go out I don't see anyone um, and I used to um, but then kind of I stopped drinking and plus COVID it just kind of those relationships just sort of you know um, what's the word disintegrated or I mean maybe there's some can come back but anyway he was saying it's just like he was like but I was like I don't know whether I should contact them like shall I shall I and, and he was just like well you never felt truly comfortable with them anyway did you you know you'd get kind of he's like surely it's got to be a golden rule that if you feel nervous around people then they're just not your people and it's like all right bloody wise froggy yeah, it's like when did when did he become like Dalai Lama or like no he was yeah he always has been um yeah but but it's so true right it's just like <laughs> oh okay so it's like either you're going to keep forcing yourself into situations mm. or you just take a moment and the rest comes into that right the winter of rest mm. it's like this is the moment for kind of taking stock mm and not pushing through and just you know retracting a little bit which is what I'm doing and just having a good think mm. you know what's my word of the year gonna be is in oh, my mind at, you know at the mm. moment and it's that kind of intention and that that builds into this you're sober you know moving away from willpower and and towards kind of sustainable sobriety because it's around what your kind of long-term goals and what you really what like what do you want to look like what do you want how do you want to show up in your life yeah. you know and th- when you start connecting with that you know how I want to show up in my life is someone that I can trust someone that I you know that doesn't like drink too much or is is unpredictable with yeah. alcohol someone that you know um is is a good role model for my kids someone that is like you know is is still kind of yeah meeting her goals and still cool whatever the fuck that means but you know in a way that isn't self-harming you can connect to all those things then that's where then you can go right sobriety is part of me it's part mm-hmm. of my identity um yeah it's that as you said earlier the decoupling of alcohol and the coupling of 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 your sobriety yeah and you yeah, have because to our, do that because our identity very much got caught up with being a drinking identity so it is it's like removing the hooks it's taking those clothes pegs off that one and then attaching them one by one and as we as we do it takes a while one by one we move them over and before you know before that long we've we're like oh okay this is my new this is, this my is new me this yeah is my new identity yeah 100 yeah, yeah and, and it, it has to be like that that's mm. that's how it's sustainable you know because it was the ways. same with smoking from sorry just it was the same with smoking for me it was like a 100 percent was a you know a, a mm. smoker was part of my identity so I had to become a non-smoker it had to be more important to me to be a non-smoker than it was to be a smoker yes yeah and there's do you know what I find really interesting is that how we experience this right 
because once you start looking at the neuroscience, you know that what's happening is the neural, the old neural pathways are dying off and you're creating new neural pathways and connectivity and all the rest of it. How we actually experience it is those stories that we tell ourselves and our feelings around it. Mm. Just so interesting. So just know that by when you're doing this, that, that that rewiring is taking place and your stories will change and yeah. your identity will change because it can't not it it, it will because it's all in the brain mm. <laughs> and the nervous system yeah um but what was like what was i gonna say oh i was gonna say ha- a good thing a powerball to be able to do that at this time of year i think goes back to something you said about you know the long term it's pulling back so we we can go real rabbit in headlights can't we this time of year and get very constricted we get very narrow we get very focused on the day or the lead up so suddenly instead of being thinking about something that's you know a bit further down the line we're all focused on this this tiny amount of time we get very narrow mm. so pulling right back you know that <laughs> widening the aperture and casting the stone a bit further on that's why it's lovely to have those sober groups and we know that you know every other bug will be doing it in january like how much boss are you going to feel like in january where all the what's it like you i love that that proverb if you sit by the river long enough the bodies of your enemies will float past <laughs> which is so aggressive but it's so brilliant isn't it it's like yeah we're just going to keep going on our sober groove right and then every other fucker will be joining us in mm. January. yeah love it. and and it's also that kind of yeah there is a lot of yeah the kind of digging in I guess a little bit um and really kind of planning sort of what you want it to look like you know definitely up the treats up the drinks cabinet you know yeah the planning is it's all about making it really satisfying for you you know so it's like right what is it who's gonna cook like I don't think I like it's it's alternated actually because I think really early on I identified that cooking was just well a it was a car crash because I was you know pissed by 10 o'clock on this you know Christmas morning um but yeah I think one year I was just like I don't want to let's not and so we just had you know kind of cut meats and salads and stuff like that I was just like I don't want to deal with the whole table thing Mm. And then another year, it was like super satisfying to be like, right, I'm going to boss, you know, the Turk, the whole thing um, successfully. So it's, yeah, it's all that sort of stuff. It's like, how can I make this, that kind of Jane's Clear stuff, isn't it? It's like, how can I make this easy, satisfying? Visible. Visible. I can never remember the last one. Yeah. Um, Rewarding. Rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, right, like, I remember my first sober Christmas because the first time that I logged on to a sober forum was on Christmas on Boxing yeah. Day 26, which I think is the height for many, many people. Um, yeah. And um, and doesn't, so that, sorry, I was going to say, doesn't that tell you so much? Sorry yeah. to interrupt. 
because we have this like oh you know what am I possibly going to do at Christmas why is that then the biggest time when people regret it on Boxing Day and mm. hit the button for a sober forum it's like that should that tells us doesn't it yeah what alcohol is promising and what it's delivering two entirely different things yeah absolutely yeah and it's um you know it's that thing of like the kind of moderation bullshit conversation that comes into people's minds it's like maybe I can moderate maybe I'll just have one you know it's Christmas maybe I'll just you know and then I'll I'll look again at it in January but it it, it's it it's never gonna be what you think it's never gonna be different it's always going to be the same bullshit um yeah and so the 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 Christmas after all my presents were around you know sobriety so my husband bought me loads of lush kind of juices and you know a a glass teapot I remember and really lovely tea and I I can still because I always do this like photos I can still see the photo of like the teapot with the Christmas tree in the background and I just sat there feeling super proud of myself you know and that's so much a better image than the year before where I was fucking couldn't understand why people weren't finishing their glasses and so taking their glasses in the kitchen and finishing them for them which is grace you know yeah and and I love what you said about that sort of using that the cycle coming full circle the next the year as a point of reflection to to monitor your progress and to congratulate yourself yeah the change yeah yeah that's a really lovely because it is it's that right like you know it's like rather than oh I'll wait till the new year to sort it out it's like why not use this time to prep for the new year for what you really want you know which is why you choose a word of the year isn't it it's just like okay I'm I'm setting that intention now like I mean you know for me is a lot about around no longer inviting chaos you know it's like I'm not fully you know progress not perfection (laughs) um chaos at the door yeah but it's like there is work that I can do you know not everything's in my control but there definitely is work that I can do to turn away from chaotic states be that planning timekeeping fucking saying no to stuff you know so that's an intention that I can work with through this month and get a bit excited about that I actually might make some positive changes in my life that I'll come out a bit better off than you know yeah Yeah. it's just it's reframing isn't it it's just reframing what these these days can mean you know Mm. and how to use them like like a boss I think yeah um but I was gonna say that that thing going back to the the busy and turning toward turning away from drama turning towards calm which I I love I love that idea and the diary and the planner is the kind of weapon of choice at this time of year um because for me for many like a lot of my stuff would would have been about nervous system regulation being overwhelmed going into that Mm. fight flight overload where I'm just it's all too much sense sensory overload and I was talking to someone about um ways in which we can do this and 
And so what I've done this year is only have one, in, if it's in a week, have one night out, no more than that. Like one, one, like one week, I haven't got anything, just in case something pops up. Um, one brunch. Um, and I think that was it. And then I, all I did was book two uh, like kiddie, kid things. So I'm going ice skating and mm. going to the night before Christmas Eve, we're going to watch like a Cirque du Soleil, like a Cuban circus at Brighton Dome. And those are my bits, like I know, and I, I haven't got anything else in. It's like super mm. like that. That's literally like a little restraining order on saying yes to anything. <laughs> Because then that allows for a little bit of spontaneity if I do want it. But mm. before, previously, I would have booked. It's like, I go large. Like I'm booking everything in. I've got an office party. We're going to do this. We're going to do the mum's night. We're going to do that. We're going to see that. And it's like, and even we spoke, didn't we, about maybe meeting up in Paris. Mm. And I said to you, oh, but I've only, that's my only free weekend. And you were like, amazing boundaries, dude. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, oh, yeah a bit of progress so yeah diary diary and planning is weapon and taking a third off the list like those really practical how can I not go into overwhelm mm. yeah and it's you know I mean I'm not seeing any family this year good work dude thanks yeah <laughs> not not my husband's and not mine um yeah and that doesn't mean I don't love them that doesn't mean that like you know I'm a horrible person it just means that it doesn't work for me and I need a year off um and you know we've got Rose and her husband and their little baby coming which That's is really so exciting yeah. um but yeah and and so it's like yeah it's your Christmas too you know um and yeah just kind of make sure you're in the picture yeah and I do think planning's so key because it's like yeah okay that's really brave or whatever some people just can't do that and I get that that some people just look like there's no way I can't see my well I would challenge the can't if I was coaching a client I would say you sure Are you really sure you can't um mm. but I understand it's incredibly difficult for some people but it is about protecting yourself around it so it's like right so if I'm doing that that day I'm not doing anything for the rest of the week to recover. It's allowing that the whole curve, isn't it? It's allowing yeah. the, you know, we talk about it in terms of that, the kind of stress curve. But I think that that really work. I mean, that really does, is relevant to any kind of social thing. You have to allow the prep time because we usually just go, right, I'm just going to do this. And we don't allow the prep, then the actual event, and then the coming down the other side where we need to just... Uh, process yeah. and rest and finish that part of the process we're like on to the next thing on the next thing mm. so it's again if you if we widen things out and see the whole of the process you know the morning after the night before and really plan around what what we might need for the whole of the process <laughs> then we, we stand a fighting chance you know of not going into overwhelm or overbooking or not giving ourselves recovery time you know yeah I think it's like I mean, I think if I was seeing family, it would be like one, you know, Christmas Eve or one day, mm. like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever. And then the other family would be New Year. Yeah. 
yeah just like you can't do like christmas eve christmas day boxing day no it's a long time and i i almost i mean people might have their different preferences like if you'd like super super extra (laughs) some people might like really like being with their family yeah they actually like their family (laughs) i do like them really oh god my people please i'm gonna start rocking now no i'm talking to myself as well i'm like (laughs) oh no what have i done but no people get it like we love them it's just it's a lot it's a lot at christmas with all the expectations and the elongated amount of time it's like we're out of practice aren't we as well there is like, that as well to really, really consider this yeah. year like 48 hours with people mm. might be triggering <laughs> 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 so how are we going to break that down and go okay my social window of tolerance is often like about two hours so mm. I'm going to go and have a dog walk like I know that no no I, it's fine I don't want you to come with me no no I'll do it I'll take that trip to the shop yeah <laughs> You know, whatever that is, whatever that looks like to just get you some respite, break it up into little mm. chunks so it's not just a, such a, a marathon, you know. Yeah. It's like having watering points, isn't it, on on, a, on the way. Or if you're doing oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popping up the cot, mm. releasing the stress and then coming back into it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so those are some tips and tools. I'm wondering if there's anything. Oh, we've got on the Love Saver site, our latest blog on there is actually around this. And we've got some ideas for packing your sensory toolkit, social toolkit and mind toolkit, haven't we? Mm-hmm. In terms of all the things we might need to put in and sort of fortify us. So do head over to lovesaver.com and just check out the blogs page because um, that might be useful. Yeah. So what's your reason to love sober and your tip of the day? My reason to love sober is definitely that my my bounce back time is much quicker in my my brain, you know, like before I think an afternoon like this afternoon, you know, could have floored me, for, could have derailed me for ages and then I'd maybe, you know, I'd probably drunk on it later on there'll probably be more arguments it you know so that that just ability to then shake it out recover resource myself with what I need you know so I it was funny because we were talking about yes I really want to bring a bit of the sparkle I need a bit of the sparkle but actually often it is about resilience for me at mm. the moment so it's it's that such a gift what about you Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's the self-awareness, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to my therapist yesterday or the day before yesterday about grief and I was like, I just don't I don't have the capacity and resilience for grief and she was just like um who does? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure we're supposed to are we, you know, be able and I was like, oh interesting and just being able to kind of talk things through and have I just wouldn't I just yeah I was just like running chaotically through life blind um that's that's that was life so yes it's stopping drinking has allowed me to be self-aware and and 
that's very healing mm. yeah so um well, what's your tip of the day tip of the day what's my tip of the day i think it would be to really seriously consider just kind of cancelling absolutely everything and just going to bed <laughs> no that the energy really taking um really good taking stock of the energy levels and and you know like playing it almost safe mm. like don't don't be over ambitious you don't don't need to push it this may be not the year to push it it's never the year to push it, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like take extra care of of respecting that it's been quite a difficult year for ever. I don't know. I don't know a single person hasn't been difficult for. So no. Um, yeah. It'll be that. Yeah. Rest, rest, recover, restore, observe the wisdom of the seasons, go Mm-mm. underground, rest. Yeah. yeah, nice. What about you? Yeah. Well, I just I tend to agree. I just think, you know, rest is is step is step one. You know, it's just like you can't do anything when you're dysregulated, exhausted, Mm. hanging on. You know, so it's just like yeah, (laughs) just telling ourselves. Yeah, I know. We're both nodding sagely into the camera. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um actually I gave my daughter a mental health day today um because yeah it's just it's acknowledging it I think you know it's like this year has been as you said incredibly impactful you know for us as a family you know we've moved house like she started Lisa you know she's in doing her baccalaureate like the level the difficulty the amount of homework all the things you know in her little world that's a huge huge shift those two things new bedroom new light new all those little things Mm, you know sensory changes yeah um she's exhausted Mm. so I guess that's another thing a reason to love sober is just yeah knowing enough to be able to 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 give that to your kids and just go do you know what it doesn't really matter like just take just take a day off just read your book get get up to you know she's got loads of exams coming up you know get up to speed with that book you've got to read um I am a rapper because that rhymes Um, (laughs) and yeah yeah rest rest is best yeah yeah nice and um, yeah, 100% there with you, bless her. And it mm-hmm. is, it's that sort of, se- yeah, sensory stuff. And, and just, it reminds me of when you said, you know, like who's got CCTV or camera on your house? Like you are allowed to respond like that and respond to their needs and just go out to the next day. Yeah. My husband was like, did you tell her that she could have a day off? I was like, yep, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> he was like, oh. And then he did a meh French face. <laughs> he didn't really. I just did that for comedic effects. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I suppose we've come to the end, haven't we? Yeah. We've come to the end. So if you're immediately concerned about your drinking, reach out, you know, send up a flare, get in touch with your GP or um, 
so Bristol's has the anonymous after doctor service um and yeah just get in touch with us if you've got any questions or mm. topics that you'd like us to cover um yeah because we love to hear from you and stay safe and we'll see you next week for more chat